Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I am Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 10, Episode 7, titled Open Your Eyes. Uh, Aaron. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. Fucking. Mmm. Dante. I knew it. I knew that Dante was a piece <laughs> of work. He wasn't to be trusted. He didn't respect people's boundaries. He's a fucking creep. God. Uh, Why didn't we energy. see this coming? I, I, I think we like did. We I, I'm jokingly we said, "Hey, this guy's probably a whisperer." Like way better episodes go, but we were just joking. I don't. I don't think we I, really seriously I, I, pondered I, this. Certainly not every episode. Here's the thing: Am I joking when I said that uh, Eugene is going to build an atom bomb to vaporize uh, Alpha's warhead? I honestly wasn't because I could see it happening on the show. And like this guy, who's a strange guy, who's got you know uh, a, a new survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, mysteriously showed up after the winter. He's got a crucial skill set. Uh, like he's got a weird, like he doesn't know how to be around people affect. Like it would make a certain amount of sense. And in fact, it did. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say that this episode, cause I started, I, I think we even were joking about that last episode. Just kind of like, man, Dante's seen I, I think I even said he might even be a fucking secret whisperer, but this episode is doing a pretty good job of making me think that I was being silly because like the hemlock thing, I was like fucking Dante. I knew it. But then, you know, Sadiq has been doing weird shit and sleepwalking right. without having any memory. Like it's very easy for me to think that he would get those things mixed up. And uh, so I, you know, when, when they had the open your eyes moment, I, it, it, it really did is a little bit of a gut punch. And oh, yeah. I certainly, me. I, do you think that Sadiq is dead? Yeah. I mean, he's got to be, right? I mean, what? Unless Dante is going to choke him out, leave him unconscious on the floor, and run away. See, I thought someone would hear the scuffle, maybe. And, you know, the, like the baby would start crying. Like, I'm not clear exactly where Sadiq is, but I thought that maybe I was just waiting for Father Gabriel or Rosita yeah, yeah. Um, or anyone to rush, rush in there. And, um,. It's but if he's dead, it's bad news because now the only person who is the medical doctor who probably could have was on the verge of figuring all this shit out is going to be dead. And the inside man is going to be ministering these people back to health. And yeah. And when and there's when a lot of people Sadiq ran off, uh, you know, had his brilliant idea while he's staring at the, the water wheels. He mm-hmm. just runs off. He doesn't tell Rosita like it's the water or anything. Right. He right. just. Right. He, his eyes go big. He runs off and he smashes up the water system. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you toward the end of this thing if you think Dante is going to stick around. Mm. It, it, like well, that's because he yeah, would have to. If, if Sadiq's dead, he's got to make it look like uh, it was a self-inflicted death, right? So he's got to like hang him from the windmill or something, right? And 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 you could buy it because he has been acting really weird and he just had this talk with Rosita about how distraught he is uh, how this is all his fault it, you could buy it like the town would probably buy it but it'd be difficult to pull off and if not if he runs away well now uh-huh. that the, the towns are really fucked because they right. got no medical personnel whatsoever which is why a few episodes ago I'm like man they need to be training some medical personnel don't they 
Is it is it irresponsible of them to have only two doctors and only in Alexandria? What's happening here? Yeah, and it also feels like maybe Sadiq is that's his fault too because he's had so much yeah. trauma around Enid and like you know even a, uh, a that's all great questions. Another thing is like there's a lot of kind of like mention of like cleaning up messes and furtively um, burying bodies. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Dante could just like the middle night drag him out behind the gates, uh, bury him. I don't know how he gets out. I don't know how he does. Oh, and Cheryl's stuff, great. He buries him. Oh my God, you're right. He, he, does, he, does, he does double enters Sadiq on top of Cheryl, and then where did where does Sadiq go? I don't know, but he's been acting crazy. He ran. He he ran off. He destroyed our like he he, he tried to destroy our water thing, and then ran off. Who knows where he's at? Like it could be just. But yeah, he also he could do fake, it. you know, fake a hang, hang, hanging, do a D'Angelo Barksdale to him. People yeah. would buy that because he's been having a real hard time lately. It's mm-hmm. fucking insidious, man. Um, and it's quite honestly, from a storytelling perspective, I think it's it's brilliant because I was just kind of getting like, there's no fucking way. Like, you know, who's going to win an interconnected, tightly knit band of survivors who've known each other for years or one smelly old bald woman with a birch stick? That she <laughs> whips people's arms with, like, you know, with a nuke. She but, does have a nuke. Yeah. Or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. We were talking before the podcast about this. Are we sure that Alpha actually has a horde of walkers anymore? We haven't seen it. And we have heard her be very concerned about how many walkers she's got. Like, it seems like someone that has 10,000 walkers wouldn't sweat a guardian or two here or there. But she is. She's like counting those like they're beans. And she's a bean miser. Uh, she's being real, really um, thrifty with the way she spends those lives, even at the expense of her own people. Um, yeah, we, and, she and lost we three. She killed one. Beta, Beta killed one, and one died this week to, for hemlock uh, uh, poisoning. So, like, how many of the whis- how many fucking whispers are there? And conspicuously, I we haven't seen the horde since they established the border. Um, and that'd be a good way to keep people from discovering you don't actually have a horde is to keep them out of your territory. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. She's a paper tiger. Now, it's funny because we just talked about this. Like, how long do walkers last? And if you walk them around in big herds, does that uh, is, is that, you know, add on to the wear and tear and all that kind of thing? It, it could be that. Yeah, these are kind of a, a non renewable resource that like once you get a big herd, and you think everything's peachy and then you walk them 500 miles south for the winter and then half of their hip sockets fall out and they can no longer walk. Yeah, they can't guard shit if they're like a bicycle girl from episode one of The Walking Dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that's if we take Eugene's tactical nuke off the table, I think we have to. <laughs> well, uh, OK. The the other thing is, is that she is hidden them because, you know, she yeah. recognizes that she's got a super weapon, but it's fundamentally weak. You know, the guardians have to be ironically guarded because it's pretty easy to kill them in mass if you know what you're doing. Um, it could be that she's moved them to a hidden but less secure location. Like I would rather them being walking around in that big ass valley than in the middle of a woods that you could set on in circle, set on fire and then boom, done. So. And they've done yeah, that. I mean, there's point. the thing is, is Kang has got so many moving parts and they're all plausible yeah. like that. Like it. I don't really know. And I can say, well, they've telegraphed this, but they've also telegraphed that. And I I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> a shame about Sadiq. It must be a real bummer 
to be like an Enid or a Sadiq or a Jesus and you're right on the cusp of good. You've been you've been with this show for four years of Drek. And, you know, right on the cusp of good television telling storytelling again, you get unceremoniously killed. Yeah. Uh, At least they gave Sadiq something to do. You know, he uh, he was the message bearer. He was the one that gave everyone the inspirational but probably inaccurate uh, description of how everyone died heroically. And and uh, he was, you know, had had a lot of good uh, episodes of tormented acting before he gets taken out. Yeah, Uh, he went out certainly better than like uh, Denise did or somebody like that. Uh, one final note before we get to the, the meat of the podcast, uh, is that we are not going to have a feedback episode this week, uh, cause this is actually spring, spring break for our school district and, uh, my kids off and we're going to be camping probably by the time you hear this. Uh, so we're skipping the live show. We are going to be bringing back next week for the mid season finale where we're going to have a feedback extravaganza. We're going to be reading, uh, our mailbag. We're going to be doing the stereo stuff. It's going to be a, a super show. Uh, Tuesday, we're going to tape this show live at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then the uh, stereo.com slash bald move show goes the entire time. And, and when we're done with the podcast proper, we uh, uh, see what people have been saying on the voicemails. So check it out. And now we're going to take a quick break and get back into the episode. All right. We start off the recap with Sadiq continuing to have flashbacks to his time with Alpha uh, as he tends to worsening patients, continuing to give them water that is unknowingly tainted. Uh, Later that night, he has a nightmare. More, more god awful music. What is this show? Oh, now I'm going to check you here. I thought this was actually a decent (laughs) license song. I mean, all of the songs, almost all of the songs they've done have been decent. There's one big exception, but like none of it totally works for me ever. None of it. Oh, I thought this, I thought it matched the tone. It matched the vibe. It it matched is lyrically well composed. I, 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 you're just, you're just all in on the Starbucks music hate. No, no, this isn't even Starbucks music. It's just, it's just poorly Poorly paired with what's going on here. He's supposed to be having an existential crisis. Uh, and instead, he's he's bebopping through Alexandria, according to the music. I, I don't know. I hated it. It's Come Back Alive by Delta Ray, if you want to check it out on, I'm sure, the Walking Dead Season 10 soundtrack. Um, <laughs> but man, I keep on noticing, like, there's still, like, this, uh, I think I want to be really fucking annoyed. Um, even if Dante's supervising it, like, they're are a lot of sick people. They're all in big open rooms. There's got to be a better way to keep him separated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, cue offspring music. Uh, but I, I think that why didn't Dante let Cheryl get up and slaughter a couple people? Like his excuse for everything is, Oh, I'm a dumbass," And it kind of works. Yeah. So like, why, you know, like Sadiq took off and, you know, uh, went to go refill the water pitcher, which anybody could do. He left this patient who's on death's door by her side, went and did a whole bunch of shit, came back and she's dead. And Dante's, it could have been worse is all I'm saying. Maybe, yeah. maybe Dante, I don't know. He's like, Dante doesn't want to die for the cause. I don't get, I don't Well, know. well there's I don't a lot Dante. of questions around Dante, right? Because everything they're doing in these last couple episodes, especially in this one is trying to show you know that the whispers that there's another way and that their way is better 
Um, if you've come live with Alexandria, your life will be immensely better. You won't have to walk around with these terrible skin masks and, and stinking of death all the time. It's a good pitch. It, I don't know if that is having any effect on Dante. Like, yes, he kills mm. Sadiq at the end of this episode. He doesn't seem to want to do it, especially right. the way it happened. But I uh-huh. don't know if, if that's the show telling me that this is having an effect on him or that he just got close to this one dude and, and you know, and it doesn't matter their lifestyle. He's still in on the cause. Also, Dante seems to be immune from the Lydia bomb. Like, it has been hinted at that, or maybe he wasn't around. No, he no. would be around for it. He would have to. Um, because, like, it's not like she spread this rumor why they were walking the earth during the winter. Like, this is something I think she maintained from the time that they lost Lydia to, you know, because she's supposed to infiltrate and do that, right? Um, so I think she's been telling everybody that, including Dante. Don, but Dante's known the lie the entire time, presumably. So yeah. is he like the super beta? Is he like her long lost son? Like, what hold does she have on him that he can emotionally bond with survivors, live amongst them so long to see it work and be strong enough to resist the obvious lie that she's telling um, that rocks the faith of even people like Beta Gamma for sure seems like a, a big problem for her. He's yeah. he's, he's interesting. He's he's an interest. I, I hope the character holds together because right mm. now he's just a mass of contradictions and lack of boundaries, and I don't like him. Yeah, they do but, need to fill out his character. Now that we know who he is, they need to tell us more about why he's doing the things he's doing. Because yeah, I'm with you. I'm a little confused on his. Uh, I mean, I get his motivations. I I just need to know why he's pursuing those things. Yeah, we're going to get like a flashback to Desert Storm 2. I mean, that could all be a lie, right? Like, kind of, I, I don't I mean, know that yeah. he's got any PTSD. Is he even or, a medic? Like, yeah, who knows? I mean, what have we seen him do but boil, bark, and crush flour at Sadiq's, you know, um, Yeah, he direction. could be a medic or he could bake a cake. What, like, what do you right. want? Those skills right. transfer over. He's a liar. That's his that's his yes. core skill set that we've seen so far. All right. Daryl gets Lydia out of her cell so they can put their hostage in it. The the whisper. Uh, Lydia tells Carol that their prisoner would probably know where the Walker Horde is. And Gabriel tries to take over the interrogations to keep things from going from bad to worse. Carol's not happy about it um, and then takes Lydia in to stay with her. She did strike gold on on this particular hostage or prisoner, rather, because if this guy yeah. knows he's he's one of the what do they call it? Like, I forget what they call him. He's but he the watch. He's the, the one that watches the guardians. Yeah, yeah, he's a watcher of the guardians. So um, he knows exactly where the horde is if it exists. Yeah, he's like the guy in Jabba's palace that takes care of the rancor. You know, he's he's yeah. he he knows knows all the the secrets. Um. I I I like that Gabriel is speaking for me, the audience member, when he just reads Carol the Riot Act. She does not give a fuck. No. And Daryl, like, I thought it was interesting how Daryl kind of like goes with this, like, well, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's already done. He's not saying that I agree with it. He's just saying, well, it doesn't matter. We're kind of stuck. But it's got to change the way he feels about Carol. Especially, I thought, I thought, yeah, he he. There was there was it's it's notable that she's like, well, thanks for having my back, and he's like. Uh, well, it's not about that. It's just, I just t- told the truth. And she goes, you know, there's going to be rough stuff ahead. We're going to have to torture this guy. And Daryl, and she's like, I understand if you don't want to be a part of it. 
And then Daryl goes downstairs, takes off his shirt, and you can see all the scars from all the various tortures that he's been through mm-hmm. the last few seasons. He can't be cool with just wanting torturing people. Even people no. like the I mean, maybe he is. Maybe his moral framework is like, well, these guys are whispers and they're fucking crazy cannibals. Fuck them. But yeah. like, I mean, this I scene, don't think that's true that you're talking about where Daryl just sits with his dog and, and he, what he's doing there is he's pondering how far he's willing to go to support Carol, essentially, because, they, you know, they show all of his scars and we obviously think back to the tortures that he's endured and then they pan over to the double acorn and you're like, ah, yep. OK, th- here's the tension. Bond, right? The bond hasn't been broken when he when we pan over and that 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 stem breaks, it's uh, he's going to sell Carol up the river. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it is a good question. What will he choose here? Because Carol, man, Carol will go as far as she needs to to get what uh-huh. she wants done. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the things we love about her, but it also can get Alexandria into a lot of trouble. She will do whatever it takes that make it by her lights, by her estimation, to make sure that her people are safe. Yeah. And if anybody can like rein her in, it would be Daryl, but I don't know that he can. I don't know that anyone Michonne- can. I thought it was interesting how how Gabriel used Michonne like dad's coming home. Mm. Like is is that that's another person that like I don't think Carol would probably cross or like it'd be hard for Carol to get into like I care more about this community than you do fight with Michonne. Right. Sure. So I thought it was interesting who he used to, you know, like, well, I I this is the way I feel and the council feels. And don't forget Michonne feels that way, too, because it's the one other than maybe Daryl that can check her at this point. Yeah, Maggie. I guess if Maggie came back, she could probably lay down the hurts on her too. But yeah, that'd be man. I, I'm looking forward to when Maggie comes back. Uh, I am to see her interact need, with these people. We need the old some old blood back because as much as I like people like Sadiq, and it's you know it's hard to beat the Carols and Daryls and Michonnes of the world. And everybody keeps dying, man. Everybody, everybody keeps, keeps dying. dying. I tell you, this show has got, I, I talked about this last episode, this show has got the fear of God put back into me again, because I don't think anyone's safe. Yeah. Like, other yeah. than maybe the people that have been named as a spinoff show, um, I, I don't think anyone in these communities are safe. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so then Carol asks Lydia for more info about their hostage. Uh, I keep saying hostage, it's really just prisoner. Uh, Lydia's torn about giving her that info because it could lead to the death of her former tribe. Uh, she tells Carol that she could probably destroy the Whispers, though, with the idea of Alexandria. Just if she can, if she can get this thing into their heads. Like there's a different way, you know. It's a better way. It's it's doesn't stink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can you can take showers. I I thought this part. I don't know. Um, this part where they suggest that there might be a kinder, gentler way to deprogram these people, I thought was interesting because there's real life. There's fairly well testified to stories of like um, Soviet era defectors that are brought to the United States and like their first trip through like a suburban neighborhood, their first trip to a, depart- uh, a supermarket. They even though they're defectors, right? So they they had problems with the way the Soviet Union was ran. Uh, they they took them a long time to stop thinking that this was like a CIA psychological operation. Yeah, like, like a North you know, Korea front. Yeah, sort of thing, like yeah. there's just no fucking way. There's this much fresh fruit, and there's this many like 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 it's so well lit, and there's like no long lines, and nothing's being rationed, and like you know, come on, fucking pull another leg that you got three hundred million people, and and everyone like you know, obviously, 
you could take him other parts in America what's not so rosy, but that it shows it like um, two things. Number one, that's a powerful argument. Like if your way of life is better and you can just show it by not showing it, just like show, not tell. That's a hard argument to beat it too. Even then it takes while a while for people to believe it's not just a trick because you know, uh, alpha can be charming and she could roll out the red carpet if she wanted to. Uh, she doesn't seem to, but like, you know, like it, it wouldn't be that hard for Alexander to put up a front of like, Oh hell yeah. We got so much bread and jam and all that. We were using six months supply to to brainwash you in our own way but i thought that the show might commit to that and that would be interesting but number one it they don't and number two dante is kind of like a living refutal of that that like there are still people that are so committed to the cause that you know fuck it they're they're yeah, they'll they, spit they, the, the jam covered bread back in your face sure right because this is weakness this is like yeah this is the big lie that you know this we swallow this and we're all lost and uh, we only have to maintain our purity and our hardness and our righteousness and all that kind of stuff so it's real i think it's really cool because it touches on a lot of real world phenomenons and and um I, I yeah I I'm I'm loving it I I really do like and what they're doing with it. It's just different, right? It's different from everything they've done in the past. Like I know mm-hmm. they've been kind of all talk on this front for a long time. Like Rick's you know saying, "Oh, if we can just build this community and show them the way and all that," but they've never actually tried it. Like mm-hmm. they've they've always run against they run up against like the Neans who you know aren't going to be swayed except with violence, and it always devolves right. into just a shooting match here. If mm-hmm. and the the parallels the 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 things that you know the the whispers are doing to Alexandria to kill them by a thousand cuts right it's not just this full on assault it's a different kind of warfare and now if you can take this psychological warfare uh, and bring it over to the whispers and, and show them that there is another way like they're they're fighting they're using different tools to fight now and. They're using tools that maybe they didn't have a few seasons ago, right? Um, when you're a small pack of of roving survivors, you don't you don't have the ability to say, "Hey, look, our way of life is so great." When you have a fucking windmill and you have a super radio and you're working on, I don't know, sending people to space, probably uh, that's a, you can make those arguments. You can use those tools to combat right. your enemies. Uh, bullshit. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. it. It's a it's a fresh breath of air for this show, and uh, honestly, it's it's probably one of the best things they've done in se- seven eight season. It's it's been a long time. Yeah, I actually think that this is inherent. Like, I think they could have done the early phases of The Walking Dead better, you know. But like, I think this phase of the zombie apocalypse is inherently more interesting than the oh my god people are walking around and eating other people it's crazy the dead the dead are walking like i've seen that yeah. a million times i can count on one hand how many times i've seen like a post-apocalypse lifestyle and even more even less to take it seriously like romero's what is a day of the dead where they're doing like zombie carnivals and they got like a big tower the rich people like that's oh the that's, land of the dead yeah yeah uh, land of the I, that's not a, what i would say a serious exploration of what a post-apocalyptic life would look like or something like that like i i think i think it's really cool it's a way to fu- yeah. fuse all the best most entertaining things of a bunch of like you got feudalism you got western you got survivalism you've got you know small groups of people working together you got technological progress made again and like exciting breakthroughs and 
you know, you can't solve everything with a cell phone call and a shot of penicillin. Like, I think it's like super fertile ground to tell stories and goddamn it took walking dead long enough, but they're finally there and telling them. And that's the problem, right? So I, I still, I've seen 50 different fall of civilization stories told on film. And I still love sure. them. They're exciting, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. like the one other part that you want to see is the exciting part where everything goes to shit. The origin story. Yeah. The trouble with the walking dead is they spent this middle ground. It, they said they spent f- fucking six seasons in the middle ground where yeah. the exciting thing about the fall of civilization isn't happening anymore, but they mm-hmm. haven't gotten to the interesting stuff about rebuilding it. Now they're just right. walking around the fucking woods trying to mm-hmm. fight the next person they see. And it was so right. boring for so long. Yeah. They finally got around to something interesting and we're one season from the end of the show. So Jesus yeah. Christ. Mm hmm. And, and like I said, in a better world, this is like seventh season and we're talking about the final eight season and everyone's super fucking excited for it and can't. There's an unlimited appetite for spinoffs. It's essentially where HBO was at with Game of Thrones until HBO shit to or you know, the double D shit to bed. So like it is I don't know, because like, this should still has a pretty big audience. And if it is this level of good and this level of kind of like, you know, I can see a lot of people sticking around for for more if they if they stick to landing, which is, you know, still big. If I got a lot more faith than they did a year ago, but for sure. Yeah, Uh, you read a fair bit of the comics, right? You read up to like the whisper arc. Yeah, I was like three or four episodes into the whispers. And I'm like, this is a good place to stop for now, because at that point we were like, well, if I mean, that was back in the Terminus days, I felt like. You know, the way this show had, and I did, I had like five years before we got to that stuff. So, well, well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm thinking like, well, the comics did this, right? Like the show is just doing what the comics did and, and remixing it. Did the comics feel like they were just, uh, you know, f- fucking around in the woods for no, because, because there was always like, you know, cause like Negan and the governor are very similar and that's very. really all like Terminus was essentially like a one four comic arc about the hunters, you know, these okay. cannibal guys. And like the thing is, is like there's only 100 episodes or 100 issues between episode one and the Whisperer arc, I think maybe 120. And if you think of those as like each of those comic book books feels like maybe an episode of television, uh, they we should have caught up a lot. You know, we're doing six. Yeah. We should have caught up to where they're at the comics a lot sooner. Uh, in fact, I think it's more of like yeah. a comic book was like a com- like the time in between commercial breaks. It felt like 10 to 20 minutes of runtime. So like, yeah, like they really stretched out and really belabored the point and, you know, really slammed on the brakes when they got to the Negan stuff. Yeah. yeah. OK. Uh, well, yeah, they should have tightened it up. So they tend to the hostage or prisoners wounds. Uh, this guy recognizes Sadiq, so Gabriel and Dante send him outside where he has more flashbacks to when Alpha killed his friends. Uh, I don't. There's not too much to talk about in this scene. Yeah, the spike fence reminds him of the heads on spikes. He has uh-huh. another. It is. It is on second watch. Like you see the villainy of Dante. Yeah. Like when the guy says, I know you and Dante gets his weird look on his face. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> hey, you got you got to get you get out right now. It's because he knows he knows he's got to yeah. do something about this um, or it's going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Aaron hanging out with Gamma at the border. They talk about the bread he's eating and then then talk about her familial status. She claims to be an only child, which we know is obviously not true. Uh, and this is all 
good stuff too. I like what they're doing here. Um, I, I can't remember. Does Aaron actually have a brother, or is he making this shit up? I I I don't know why he would lie. I don't know that we knew that he had a brother, but we don't know anything okay. about him post fall. Yeah. Um, and I was hoping to hear more about it. I also really like the stick figure picture his daughter drew of them. Like, oh, cause, yeah. you know, the, the the big guy's got the like v- very prominent beard drawn on him. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's a kid's Crayola drawing. It's it's cute. It's cute. And a lot of times I forget that Aaron has a daughter now uh, yeah. and has for some. And she's kind of grown up. She's like, got to be five or six years old at this point. Um, I think. Sh- sure. I the only kid they're really featuring prominently is Judith and, and Coco, I guess. Yeah, uh, even RJ poor Carl Jr. Yeah, yeah, Rick, or, yeah not Carl Jr. Rick Jr. <laughs> Carl's Jr. Yeah, Carl's Jr. Probably didn't live long enough to to get a junior. No, although it's funny now that you mentioned that because we used to call Carl Carl's Jr. Right? There was a there was a Carl Jr. because of so, probably me fucking something up. Yeah, yeah, because he was wearing Rick's stupid hat and all that and mm-hmm. now there is actually like a carl jr sort Carl's of thing. jr red burrito come by for the burrito big as your head uh, it's uh, a 10 th- gallon, 10 gallon burrito <laughs> uh th- this this episode is a little tough to recap because they jump around a lot they do um, and it's they very, very small they, they leave. so i guess i'm just gonna keep going here and you tell me when you want to talk about something uh, Carol brings the prisoner food in order to impress him with Alexandria's spoils. Uh, and he eats it. Well, kind of. He puts it in his mouth and then he spits it into her face. This shocked me because I thought it was working. And, you know, yeah. this guy's eating this with obvious relish and he's like weeping about how it tastes so good. And now, like on second watch, I wondered how much of this was he just shining Carol on. Like, oh, you think this is going to break me? I'm just going to literally chew it up enough to spit it in your goddamn face. Yeah. Um, I do wonder if they could have killed him with kindness because like they're like, well, obviously the saw the, the bread and jams and honeys isn't going to do the day. Now it's now it's time to fucking get the torture shit out. But they did such a great job of like, you know, you, you Carol is a monster. And she brings in this tray and it's covered. And we've seen this a million yeah. times think where the they peel it back the, and it's all the knives mm-hmm. and the the chainsaws and all the crazy shit they're going to stab in your fingernails and eyes. And it's just a bread. It's just it's just a it's just a tray of soft tack and a whole bunch of delicious jams and jellies. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, this is brilliant. But they just abandoned it so quick. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the other thing is like it doesn't really matter because they blow up this entire plot, like, and so much of other stuff. And by the end of this episode, but right. like a part of me wonders like, man, if they could have, if you know, there wasn't a hemlock involved, could they have broken this guy just with, with the way they did Negan, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say they took their time getting Negan to come around. Uh, right. And I, I don't know this guy's as tough and nut to crack because Negan is just like, he's just got this fortress of ego. That he retreats into and stubbornness. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe this guy's the same. I, you do wonder, like, I would love to know all the backstory of everybody. Like, well, how does Alpha have this hold on them? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they're mentally unstable. Probably started off, you know, just knowing by beta, mentally unstable people who are at a very low point and looking for a reason to live. And Alpha yeah. walks into their life. But uh, so then we go over to Rosita, who's still not feeling great. And Sadiq joins her in bed where they talk about several things, including Eugene's extensive knowledge of shit and uh, the kid that they have together. 
she begins coughing and he pours her some water. Does is is Rosita getting curious about fucking Eugene? I think ugh. Ugh. Because because if she's <laughs> just if, if she if she is just doing this like, well, I want to be I still want to be friends, she is going about this the I maximum know, cruelty. Because like I all that shit that I said about like, you know, sure, I'm 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 sure there's some women that use men like this. And, you know, like that happens to I don't want to downplay that. But like the vast majority of it is the dudes are forming improper attachment. They only want its pants and the women is just innocently like I thought we were friends, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know. She's got to run a high fever. She's got half a zombie plague going through her. But like this was I found this pretty gross because mm-hmm. uh, and the way they're talking about Eugene, like, oh, you're talking about Eugene who grows giggle, giggle, giggle like I know oh, yeah, he's resilient. He always he always bounces back. You can toy with his emotions and he's such a whip dog. <laughs> this is fucking gross. This is fucking gross. And I, I it, it changed what I think about both Rosita and Sadiq, honestly. Yeah, uh, especially Rosita. I thought they were going to come to some like. I mean, what needs to happen here probably is they if they want to be friends, they need to have another conversation, right? They they need to like sit down right. and say, OK, well, this is a friendship now. Yeah. Yeah. And, I didn't want to run you off like a rabid dog. I was hope I don't want to say, you know, is there a way that we can do this yes. as adults or, you know, but I also want to give you the space you need to recontextualize your feelings. and all. Yeah, I, I was like I was I was really hoping for more adult conversations, but right. But then she got the fever not. and apparently she's I don't know delirious for Hemorrh- Eugene. She's got hemorrhagic Eugene fever. It's 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 tough to kick. <sighs> tough to kick. Tough to kick. Um, then, also, like, I don't know the way she's talking about Gabriel is weird, too. Like, almost like she wishes he had a more but like maybe she feels like she's being ignored by him. And I think that's a story they're telling that, like, Gabriel yeah. in his way of protecting is like being super involved in the community. Uh, uh, the council and strategizing and plotting and she's feeling kind of left behind and lonely. Uh, yeah, which, she's that's more fine. of a woman of action. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she likes she likes hitting the bag. Uh, she probably likes getting out there and mixing right. up with walkers and that's not really right. the style. And like Gabriel just doesn't have the passion that she, she wants and maybe, you know, like Sadiq starting to look good. That's uh, that's that's yeah, fine, whatever. But um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know where they're going with this. Uh, Carol violently interrogates the prisoner now, demanding to know where the horde is. The guy won't talk and calls him weak, says they can't live up to the sacrifice that Alpha made by killing her daughter, which gives Carol an idea. She runs upstairs to go get Lydia to show him, hey, she didn't actually kill her daughter. Uh, But Daryl begs her not to get Lydia mixed up in all this. And Carol says, you know what? I'm going to leave that decision to Lydia. That's great. I actually thought yes. Daryl is uh, kind of an idiot for being like, you can't possibly this girl has been through to like, no, come mm-hmm. on. Where is this? Is this an all out war or not? You know, like asking, like letting a woman have a choice of like, hey, do you want to use your unique status in this community that you now hate and who is trying to violently kill us all uh, to like break the mind to free, not even a, to free someone from yeah. the shackles of your mother to do what we did and and give her that choice. I don't understand why Carol like the thing is Carol lied. I'd be 100 percent on her side on this issue, except for clearly she didn't tell Lydia what she was getting into. Yeah. Like, I think Lydia would. And I think Lydia would have done it if she'd have been like, hey, how well, how can I help? Well, let me tell you all you got to You know, your mother said that she did the brave thing and made the sacrifice. And all these people are be rolling hard because they feel like they can't possibly and all we need is you to show up and say you're my mom's a liar or whatever. 
I think she would do it. But I'm so fucking tired of Carol thinking she can manipulate everyone from Daryl to Lydia into whatever fucking Rambo mom scheme she wants to catch up this week. God damn. Yeah, she needs to be stopped. That's what she does. That's Carol, right? She takes matters into her own hands uh, and sometimes unethically. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. Here's my question. So Lydia shows up. Let's let's say, for instance, that Lydia shows up in the Whisperer camp and says, Hey, Whisperers, I'm alive. Alpha didn't actually kill me. What if Alpha just kills her on the spot there? I mean, that's a, that's that's a, that's still a bomb that went off. I don't know if it's a fa- I don't it know if is. it's like it's like a, is, is it a Tom Cruise <laughs> Nazi bomb that doesn't quite take out Hitler and just but shakes him up or is it like yeah. blow up right in? I, but it is a bomb. It's a definite like you lied to us mm-hmm. and you said you sacrificed something. And, you know, like if 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 it weren't for all of us here, would you have done the right? I mean, right, she right. spin that. And but it's I mean, culty programming is all about. Exposing cracks in the foundations mm-hmm. of the cult leaders grip and then widening those cracks. And I think this would absolutely expose those faults. And to exist, and we see that there are faults that exist in the right. minds of some of these people anyway, pry those things open. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so then Sadiq tries to comfort his dying patient, Cheryl, by pretending it's not so bad, but she's not fooled. Cheryl tells him to rest because he looks like shit, and then he tries. And I just thought, sure, like that, what what was going to happen is she's going to turn and slaughter a few people. And I, was, <laughs> I was stealing myself. Like, God damn it. I mean, you would have been first, right? He's sleeping You're a in cool that chair. lady. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was thinking like this is just even if it didn't go down this way, it's still so fucking dangerous, Sadiq. But yeah. I can't tell him anything because he's dead now, apparently. Sure. Um, a little annoying, but also they've done a good job of showing that Sadiq is not firing on all cylinders. Yeah, um, he's not necessarily making the 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 wise decision for himself and others because he's just tormented by these. I mean, I'm that's that's a horrific thing to go through. I think they did a really good job this episode of like, yeah, yeah, you know, you 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 saw someone get beheaded online once and it fucking shook you up for a couple of weeks. Imagine if eight of your best friends got that done right in front of you. Yeah, like it would it would be it would be something to live down for sure, for sure. Um, and you were the only survivor uh, and then they let you go because you were docile and, and went along with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you did nothing, you know, you didn't scream, yeah. you didn't rage, you didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I just had a thought and it might be crazy. I don't know if this would even work, but uh, so Dante kills Sadiq in a way that doesn't destroy his brain. Right. And he just chokes him out. Is there any chance that Dante unleashes Sadiq on the community and like tries to shake the faith of the people in the community? Of, like, of, the, of uh, the healing of their moderate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, oh, well, you're all grouped up like this. Oh, well, you, you know, when somebody in your community dies, it can tear apart your entire community. I, because you, you're not, yeah. you know, at one with nature like we are or whatever. I, and then, like, the community might not even, de- like, says, like, because, like, uh, Sadiq has been kind of weak and this disease could maybe take someone really, really fast. Like, I, that's a really yeah. good, I, and, and, man, he would, Sadiq would just tear a swath through that sick ward. These people are so weak, they can barely take, lift their head off the pillow, some of them. Yeah, you'd have 15 uh, walkers before you, before morning, right? Like, 
Yeah, and then then Dante's still in the the driver's seat for all that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know. We'll see if they do anything like that or if he's just dead. But there are possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a quick break before we get to the rest of the episode. All right, next up is Aaron asking Gamma more questions, and she slips up. She reveals that, in fact, she did have a sibling. And Aaron uses that opportunity to tell her about the brother he lost, trying to bond with her. And that, that gets under her, her skin. And she walks off mid-conversation. He says something like, I know we're supposed to be both doing here, digging for intel. Have I missed something? Or did, has, did Aaron reveal what he's doing to the council? Because that's no. the other problem I have with this is like yet another person off doing their own goddamn special operation. Yeah. Uh, and he's certainly playing hand, it Carol like knew right where their... Carol knew right where to find him. Yeah. Which may like I don't know why they wouldn't tell it. And I may it could be that I just miss a small scene of. I don't know how I don't know how I would have done that. But or like I, it's it could be there's just a, like this is the bridge. This is the crossing for the border. If you're going to cross but where the hell is, where the hell is Carol? Where's the hell is Carol tell, taking her? Lydia? She's going to take her right. Yeah, she's I think gonna she's take taking her, up her to the across the border. Yeah, right Alpha into being like, your daughter's camp. alive, bitch. You've yeah. been lying. You've been telling lies like. Yeah. And then anybody who doesn't immediately crack under that revelation, she's just going to murder. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're going to ask these people that have only seen, probably majority of them have only seen Lydia under a mask to identify her in like the dead of night. I don't know what the hell Carol's plan is. But yeah. uh, it's not a great one. But Aaron, you should be telling people about your plan. But I did love the subtle way that she got tripped up because mm-hmm. she is having this natural conversation with Aaron. Like the, the, the whispers don't talk this way. No. You know, they don't talk about their lives. And it's like, it's all about survival. It's all about, you know, They've mastered the Zen art of living in the moment because there's nothing else that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 nice. And she can you can see that she's kind of fall. She wants to. She's got family trauma. Her sister just died. Her sister's baby just died, which is what cracked her mind open. And now there's children, multiple yeah. children living happy lives, drawing crayon drawings of their dads, riding bikes and shit. And it's got to be it's even more flabbergasting than a well-stocked supermarket. If you're used to bread lines, you know, sure. It's good. I like it. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, the prisoner back in Alexandria is freaking out. He's spitting blood. He's claiming he's burning up. Dante and Sadiq try to help him, but he dies. And then Sadiq realizes, uh-oh, Dante gave him hemlock, which is what killed him. Unfortunately, apparently, according to Dante, Sadiq's the one who packed his bag with hemlock. I, my initial thought, so I get this now, right? It's an assassination to cover, yep. uh, to cover for the whispers, uh, make sure they can't get any info out of this guy. My initial thought was, and I think it's still valid. No, 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 and fucking no, you did not get to claim, Dante, the doctor, that you just picked a random bottle out of your bag and started crushing it up and giving it to him, and that's somehow Sadiq's fault because he packed it wrong. Like that—that's this excuse shouldn't work on the face of it. Like everybody in this room should be saying no. Bullshit, Dante. You're a well, doctor, right? You're a medical professional. Do they just pop open bottles and give them whatever whatever's in it? No. But I guess that they they did this because like yarrow, which is a, a a beneficial flower and root, looks a lot like hemlock. There's multiple guides of like how you can tell one from the other because one can 
you know, reduce a fever and settle a stomach and one will fucking kill you. Mm. So, like, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Like, why would you have packed a bag with Hemlock in it? I why what you know why would they know, keep him around to be packed maybe, into a jar? I don't anyway. know. If the, the, it could be that if you use like one pedal, it induces vomiting and three kills you. Like, uh, I, I don't so know. Roll this bullshit. But I think that's the reasonable question. And say it's the person like, yeah. collecting their yarrow fucked up and collected hemlock instead. Like, it, but they're, yeah, they're arguing. What the, the argument is that Sadiq is so fucked out of his skull that he packed. He is the one that made a mistake and packed the wrong thing. I think what that's that what you're mean, supposed to understand. Though? So their their cupboards in the, in the their supply lockers are full of hemlock. That Sadiq I mean, can I pack saw, into I, I remember, a bottle. I remember seeing uh, this play out in like ER, where the nurse injected uh, potassium. Okay. into a which will stop it the quantity she did will stop your fucking heart when she thought it was some other kind of thing and yes she should have checked the label and being sure but i'm pretty sure the doctor that actually pulled the medicine out and put it on the tray is the one that got in the mo- caught the most hell mm-hmm. because like ultimately you know you're the doctor you went to umph years of med school Dante's just a combat medic, right? I don't think he's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. But like, he might not even be that. So I I don't know. It made sense to me. My, my big like, question mark is why is there hemlock in the storage lockers of the medical facility to begin with? Well, how I could that know. ever have gotten mixed up? If if hemlock was present in the medical uh, in the infirmary, you got more problems than just Sadiq's a little tired uh, and mixing. I them mean, up. it says. I just listed it said, despite the serious safety concern, hemlock leaves, root, and seeds are used to make medicine. It is used for breathing problems, including bronchitis, whooping cough, asthma, for painful conditions, including teething in children, swollen, okay. painful joints. It's like one of those things. It's like, yeah, you have one aspirin. It keep, you know, you, you, you take 20 and it kills you. Like, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do all kinds of poison Still shit. Still not buying it. If this was a parachute, a- you can have that excuse. <laughs> I'm not so sure if you're a medical doctor. <laughs> Um, oh, I just realized that like my other Russian satellite theory has died too because there's no fuck if, if Sadiq's dead, there's no way people are going to wave around the active reactor core around uh, King Ezekiel's thyroid and have it healed. I thought maybe a doctor with some research could <laughs> uh, and preparation could could target it just right in such a way. Dante but might like, do it for fun. I don't know. Yeah. Just, come sleep on but, this radioactive pillow. I'm bummed that the only thing the satellite did is start a dumb fire and help Eugene, you know, sex some lady from 400 miles away. Man, yeah, I mean, yet to be seen. But yeah, the, the super I thought radio I was, was on to something with that hoping. thyroid cancer. I was I thought I thought for sure. It's like, yeah, maybe the maybe the bomb was always a pipe dream. But yeah, he's a, he's a smart guy. You could do something with lead aprons and shaving some alpha emitters and injecting them into yeah i don't know eugene is a man of many talents and 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 knowledge from all branches of medicine and science and engineering could he possibly know enough about radiation to say hey lay on this uh reactor core for a week and call everybody everybody wants a piece of eugene's all i'm saying yeah I'd say Hope still lives in Eugene, but we'll see. Uh, so Gamma's looking at the drawing that Aaron gave her and gets snuck up on by a walker, which she has to kill. Alpha sees that, and she's not pleased. It's one fewer uh, guardians for their horde. She asks about Aaron, and she's uh, only only learned that he has a daughter. 
That's the only info she's got out of him. Alpha ritually hits her a few times with a switch and then warns her about Aaron's lies. That's some goddamn switch, man. Yeah. Oof. Leaves a mark. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do not be seduced. Uh, we talked about the futility of Thora Birch seducing Aaron last episode. Uh, the smell alone. Yeah. I'm, I'm no longer getting the idea that Alpha wants her to seduce Aaron in that way, which yeah, I'm not sure. Like to me, that's what I don't know. I I don't even know what the point of these this is. Like just befriend him. Mm-hmm. Like hey, just 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 give him just sell him on the merits of our walking with zombie style life. Like get the fuck out of here. There's nothing seductive about this. Like yeah, yeah. she should be worried that Aaron could seduce her because Aaron's like super good looking, probably smells nice, has soft bread jams jellies everything uh, a young woman like Thora Burst would want sure. but I, I don't understand the the psychology on the other side like well this guy's taking pity on you so it feels like the strategy was always just eventually take him, take him hostage and torture him you know because there's no fucking plausible way you could get the other way going yeah maybe I'm, I mean I, I think seduction might be the wrong word but ingratiation that's probably not even a word, but you know mm. what I mean. It's like get get him to open up about stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. About Alexandria, about the inner workings of the communities. Although they've got but Dante on the actual that. inside, so I don't know how much they need information from That's Aaron That's another here. good point. Like, what the fuck? Like, Alpha's got wheels within wheels here, right? Yeah. If she's got the Dante operation going in conjunction with the the contaminated water in conjunction with the... Maybe it's a test. You know what? I bet it's a test. She even says that we're always being tested. This is more of a test of Gamma than it is an actual viable plan, right? Uh, like how how much be. can I trust her? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even care if you succeed. I got... Like, yeah. I got I got all of the information I need out of Dante. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Are we sure mm. that Magna is not a whisperer plant? <laughs> At this all point, the terrible people on the show. Fuck, like, she's stealing supplies. She's yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Man, all this. Uh, the more I think about Dante, the more brilliant. Because like, there's yeah. like, he's always trying to get Sadiq to go off the hilltop. Oh, I got a boss. Like, you know, he's looking mm-hmm. for so so he could you know like stack. It wasn't his arrogance and pride that led him stack up all these bodies at Alexandria. It was like he was really hoping that the the the, the plague would set in. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's been run, but but yeah, I I don't know. I I think it makes the most sense if she's just naked, just just testing Gamma's loyalty. Uh, so a couple of quick scenes here: Gabriel and Daryl clean up the dead prisoner mess. Car- Carol then rides Lydia out to the woods to help. Uh, and it, like you said, it's nebulous what she's actually going to do. Uh, and then Sadiq. It's interesting. It, the, the, yeah. It's interesting that Gabriel, the way he phrased with Daryl, it's like. Uh, we're going to clean up this mess together. It's not, it's not just your mess to clean like mm-hmm. retroactively to community. I, I don't, I, I thought that was interesting because, you know, Gabriel's acknowledging the truth of what, you know, like, like Daryl says, just the truth, you know, re- regardless of what the council said, we are now all culpable for what just happened. Yeah. So yeah, the mess is not I, just the dead guy on the floor, right? It's, it's, the it's whole this, situation. this whole thing. And and like Gabriel trying to, I think this is him lobbying Daryl to be like, I know you feel a certain way about the crazy Rambo lady, but, but <laughs> she's a crazy Rambo tired? lady. 
Are we tired of cleaning up her messes? I've seen Rambo yeah. three. Sure, first blood was justifiable, but mm-hmm. there we it, it went places. You know, yeah, I, 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 I think he's. I don't know. I like Gabriel more and more the 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 longer he stays on the show. He's been relatively absent this season. Like we don't see he a lot. He has. Of him. He's been defined by his absence, but I think that's part of the plot. You know, like you know the 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 drive a wedge between him and Razid a little bit. I don't know why, because that's the dumbest fucking plot ever. But we'll see. Is it doing anything for you having Michonne just like constantly out of the loop? Because like they, they've they've done this thing. I don't know if it's like telling me the time is passing. Like every episode, the Michonne doesn't come back from Oceanside or whatever is going to be like, oh, it must have been a week or something at least. I think this stuff is going bam, 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 bam. You know, like three episodes ago, Rosita started feeling sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that, like, maybe the last ep- few episodes have been within days, no more than a week apart. Yeah. So, yeah, she could be. And, you know, this is all like just fits into like. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's why it's literally being coordinated. Like Dante waited until like Michonne's gone and then it's like, OK, launch operation gut water. Um, and now I want to try to get rid of Sadiq for a couple of days at Hilltop so I can get like, uh, yeah, I feel it's. Like now that I know what all the moving pieces like seeing the machine be bigger than like at least two or three times bigger than I thought it was two episodes ago is pretty. I underestimated the walking dead, Jim. What can I say? (laughs) Well, they really just don't give a shit about Oceanside, which is hilarious to me. Like (laughs) we saw Oceanside once this season so far in seven episodes. I mean, Oceanside's been neglected like that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, if Angela King had been running this, we'd have at least three or four named characters we gave a shit about. We have zero. Uh, Like Luke went off there and I I couldn't name his, his flirtatious fling, whatever she is. But like, right. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Michonne's down there right now. They're not showing us a damn bit of what she's doing. Mm-mm. Maybe next episode Mm-mm. they will. I don't know. But yeah, it's a mid-season they finale. They got it. I feel like I'm expecting the touch on like everybody, you know, like you'll get mm. a you'll get a statement of what's going on. Hilltop, Alexandria, Oceanside. Uh, Michonne's going to be the Yeah, that makes sense that like before you, you know, go away for a couple months, you'd, you'd bring everybody kind of back into the loop. It's pretty clear now that we're not going to get any resolution at all to this whisper stuff in the half season. We're going to oh, have to no. wait until the and, end of the season. And honestly, I'm I couldn't see how they could keep this going. It's it's super easy to see how they're going to keep this yeah. going now. Like this is fascinating stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Sadiq sees that Cheryl's dead and walks outside to see Dante digging her grave. He walks off saddened. He starts to have a panic attack or a heart attack or something, and he jumps into the pond, having flashbacks while underwater. And eventually Rosita jumps in to save him. I think I when Rosita jumped in there, I was like, wait a second. None of this makes any fucking sense. Why is Rosita out here? This has to be a delusion, right? It's the thought of Rosita. It's the the thought of Coco and the daughter that and and the essentially widow that he'd be leaving behind that pulls him up. And then they sit down and have a fucking conversation with two real ass people. And I'm like, what? Why is she out of bed? How is she out of bed? What are they trying to say? Because like one of my big questions is like, how deadly is this disease? And are they trying to say that she's made a recovery enough that she was just out walking around um, that like this, if you could just get the people away from the water or clean the water or something that like they would bounce back relatively quickly, especially young, healthy people like Rosita, because otherwise 
But they I, keep I had going the through the same whole thing. episode. This is thematic. Like he has something more water. He has something to live for. You know, he's right, got right. A, a daughter. The mommy, ma, mommy. Uh, he's got some things to live for. But it, when, when, in fact, it's like uh, I said, who jumps in after him? My notes say Rosita. Shit. Yeah, I guess if that's <laughs> right. Right. My notes yeah. say Rosita's feeling well enough to save him. Why is she outside? I think they're trying. I think if uh, uh, again, because I don't want to be like, well, this is stupid. I would, you know, back in the Gipple days, I'd be like, well, this is just fucking stupid. But I think they're trying to say that despite the Whisperer's best efforts that, um, you know, it, it's it's not lethal to like uh, it, it's just, yeah. just the, the concentration is not high enough to to do more than make a person sick. That's that's young elderly. people. I mean, it's it's the same like babies are at risk elderly people at risk which holy shit now that i said that coco yeah is she being breastfed or are they like what let's say like, she's just a baby baby i guess they have to they don't probably have the capacity to make formula but yeah like that it's always the very young and the very old that that uh bear the brunt of these things yeah i mean they're probably just saying look this isn't the death blow uh of mm-hmm. the community this is just another cut um that alpha's right. delivering here. there's a bunch of them yeah 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 uh, so Rosita wants Sadiq to talk about what's going on and picks at him until she gets to the truth, which is he's got PTSD from seeing his friends murdered. He also says, uh, he's bothered so much by Dante because Dante makes him think about Enid, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, actually makes even more sense after you get to the end of this episode. And then makes Rosita, a, hell of a lot of sense. Yeah. Rosita tries to absolve him of his guilt, tells him he's not alone. Sadiq turns his mind to what might be killing his patients and hits on the only common denominator of water, which he happens to be staring right at. And he runs over Mm. to the water system and he smashes it up. Yeah. I, um, I wonder if that's going to be enough for them to figure it out. Uh, if, if, uh, Sadiq is dead, but I I mean, what a twist and knife moment, like this inspiring speech. It's like, you know, you should trust people like Dante. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, you got to you got to pay more attention to teaching him like that. You got to you got to train some more people. You can't let the memory of Enid keep you from doing, you know, what's right for me and for you and for me and for our daughter Coco. Like all that stuff is good, but it's like it's poison. It's hemlock because yeah. he's going to, though, though, you know, reinvest and like, you know, have this kind of like, hey, I'm sorry, Dante and lower lowers guard just enough to get murdered by him. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, but I thought this was good because they recontextualize, you know, by the end of this episode, why he is reminded of Enid when he sees this guy. It's not just because Enid was his trainee, right? And the, I guess, nurse that was working with him, like Dante now is, but it's also mm-hmm. because there is a direct connection to his time with Alpha. Were they also implying because like you so Eugene's got this complicated water system. It's even got this handwritten sign of like if something's wrong, don't try to adjust this finely tuned apparatus. You must get Eugene. Um, And they've got this like like good water, bad water. Like Mm -hmm. you throw a valve and it's raw, like from the stream water. If you go, it must be filtered or something. I don't know what the difference between bad water, good water is. Um, Yeah, I don't. And and there's one poor point where Sadiq like flipped the handles around and did something. I think that he realized that it's not just that this water's being tainted, but someone has bypassed or reversed the levers. So it looks like they're, they, they were drinking clean water, but they're drinking bad water. And then him smashing in frustration. Does, was he thinking that like 
I did this being stupid because I've done so many other things like, oh, God damn, I went and took my daughter up mm. on the windmill without knowing it. I apparently packed him lock without knowing it. Did I unknowingly reverse these things and fuck up and kill my own, you know, kill my own patients kind of deal? And did he because he didn't really smash the apparatus as much as he yeah. like flipped over the tables and the pictures and the I, I'm wondering if there's going to be enough disruption that you, cause I think Eugene's smart enough to figure this out too. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if like, will they get, will this bring Eugene out of the hilltop and away from the ham radio so that he can fix this and get this stuff, you know, right before the mid season finale. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's a big question mark right now. I mean, Dante's throwing mm-hmm. a real monkey wrench into the gears here. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah we'll we'll see how it goes uh, we go back to Gamma who puts a knife to Aaron's throat and tells him to answer questions Carol shows up with Lydia in tow and freaks Gamma the fuck out because she thinks she's seen a ghost or something uh, she runs off and Lydia's pissed off that Carol used her and she decides I'm going out in the woods alone and Carol doesn't go after her because she bonks her with the fucking staff man <laughs> I know <laughs> she gets yeah uh, she gets put down. She gets Henryed. Um, I don't like this scene because I don't know why Aaron's out there in the dead of night. I don't know why Gamma happens to meet him there in the dead of night. I don't know why Carol happens upon them all in the dead of night. Like th- this, the, mm-hmm. this is the biggest kind of like uh, I could have used a scene or two of explaining and setting this up for me to buy it, but um, I'll I'll yeah. let it slide. I. <laughs> Man, I, uh, I, what, how do you feel about Lydia right now? I'm a little annoyed. Uh, man, this seems like an overreaction to me. I agree, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I, but also, what is an overreaction in this situation? Like, she's being, and we're used. talking about a teenager. We're talking about a teenager. I've, yeah. I've got one living with me sometimes, you know. I, I, I've I've seen a scene or two like this and I didn't <laughs> I mean she's already pissed off because this I didn't use him in a, I didn't use my son in a pawn with the post-apocalyptic uh, cannibal games you know like I <laughs> right. d- maybe there's no explanation needed she's just feeling a lot of things and she needs to get away and um, then this community has done her dirty once right like they, they, she's being bullied constantly she's trying to fight back against that and when she does the community is like no fuck you we don't believe you um like there's there's a lot of betrayal happening right now and one of those things the thing that sets her off is carol betraying her by not you know by using her in this situation without consent so yeah i i don't know i I don't think it's like unjustified but it is it is quite the reaction (laughs) and then yeah and the carol might because i don't know i thought that Carol and her turned the corner in the finale of last season and that she had seen her as like an actual daughter that she used to have and lost. And this is an opportunity to like maybe show some compassion and kindness. Uh, but she, I don't know, man, whatever she did out in that boat made her hard again. And I think she sees it as fully worth it to destroy Gamma's confidence and faith and alpha at the expense of Lydia. Cause Lydia goes half, co- uh, half cocked out into the woods and, I do, you know, they've also said that, like, that's the only thing keeping uh, Alpha from running the the horde right up through Main Street of Alexandria. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Going to the things are going to get explosive real quick. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like Lydia is headed directly for Alpha and the Whispers, right? She just wants to go off on her own. She chooses her own side, as she says, but like, you, you can't, right? You can't do that. Because we know Alpha is watching every inch of those woods with all of her whispers, so mm-hmm. I don't know. They're going to see her for sure. Uh, and Gamma sits and cries about being lied to by the woman who murdered her sister. Uh, she's, she seems to take it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And then Dante apologizes to Sadiq for what happened. Uh, it seems like an honest apology until he makes this mouth noise that Sadiq recognizes from his time in Alpha's camp. Uh, and realizes that he's a whisperer. Uh, Dante realizes that he's been found out, and they fight, and he chokes out Sadiq, probably killing him. Yeah, this um, I'd almost say that Dante did that in per- on purpose to to trigger him. Except for as he's choking him out, he's like, "I didn't want it this, not like this." Yeah. Um, but I don't I, know. Dante Dante's such a weird fucking dude. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. I do like this. I think it came a little bit out of nowhere for me, though. I wish that either Dante had had that quirk all along where he's making that noise with his mouth and we just don't understand mm-hmm. it. We don't have the context for it. And Sadiq doesn't either because he's, you know, his head's so mixed up right now or uh-huh. in his flashbacks, someone was making that noise. And it was very prominent. And then Dante makes it here and we can connect the dots that we've been seeing for a couple episodes. It was a little out of nowhere, but also it worked pretty well. Yeah, I and I could I couldn't swear in a stack of Bibles that he didn't do this clicking thing before. Uh, and I just yeah. like ah, fucking Dante being annoying. What are you going to do? Um, right. If yeah, it'd be interesting to go through and watch and see if like some of these flashbacks weren't brought on by a click. But if you do that, it's like given the kind of game away. I don't know. Here's my big thought. Is Sadiq try or is it was Dante trying to like turn Sadiq into a whisperer? Because everything he says about Alexander, the hey, we're ever everyone is everyone's responsibility and fault. Like we need everyone to build, we need everyone to fight, everyone to grow, everyone to heal. Mm. And like showing like what a what a house of cards it is like a, what a multiple point of failure versus the whisper. Like, is he trying to start to like, you know, there's a simpler way to do things where, you know, it's essentially you got the right stuff or you don't. And if it's, if somebody fucks up, it's their ass and it doesn't threaten, you know, each, each, each individual member of the tribe doesn't threaten the others, you know, um, we're protected by the guy. I just, I thought there was something that he was setting up there that he, I think, you know him saying that like I didn't want this not like this I think he wanted to turn Sadiq yeah you might be right I think that's an insane proposition but the Uh whispers are insane so uh, and I yeah I do think there was some kind of psychosexual thing with that too I I think Dante misses uh, odor free sex I mean, sex is never odor free. Let's be honest, but non relatively <laughs> odor free, non non monster man sex. He was he's really re- wanting to do some of that and yeah. uh, can't do it now. All right. Maybe, maybe uh, we'll never fu- we'll never know. Maybe Sadiq's Rosita's done. that thirsty. She's, you know, Eugene's looking like a cool drink of water. Dante can move in. Gabriel's is, is showing weakness here. Yeah. Sure, move in on all of Sadiq's lovers. <laughs> all eight of them. <laughs> his 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 failure will be complete. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what an episode, though. I, I guess like I said, this episode really surprised me. I had no idea. I was not expecting any bombs yeah. before the midseason. And damn, now I'm thinking like, is the midseason finale going to be like, uh, is this going to like a, like the wire where you got the penultimate episode is always the hammer and then you got the denouement or mm-hmm. are they going to be like fucking pedal to the, the, the metal? Um, we'll yeah, see. I feel like the shit's going to pop off because uh, I do think the whispers are going to find Lydia. I do think like obviously Gamma knows already Gamma might go back and start some shit in the whisperer camp. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of ways this could go and I think all of them are pretty exciting. So next week we will find out together what the shape of the midseason finale. We're not stopping there. We're going to continue going. Um, but next week we will dip into our mailbag at watching dead at baldmove.com. So if you've been hesitating, if you want to send in a take, uh, please do that. Watching dead at baldmove.com. Cause we're going to consider all that. And we'll be back to full strength doing our, uh, live podcast, uh, at Tuesday, at 1 PM Eastern on twitch.tv slash baldmove. Simultaneously, we'll be running the stereo app at stereo.com slash baldmove. Anytime during our prod- broadcast or Twitch cast, whatever, uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Real simple. You just click on a button, speak into your phone. We'll get it and we'll react to it live on the air at the end of the episode. But that sounds like a good time. See us there. Twitch.tv slash bald move or stereo.com slash bald move at 1 p.m. Tuesday Eastern Standard. Um, yeah, because I'm really excited to see how it all turns out. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. Bye.